Listeners, welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That is Chelsea Don. And that is Trey Gerald. And together, we are the Review Queens. And a special cheerio, queens, (laughs) to all of our Patreon members. They are helping us keep the lights on, and in exchange, they have access to exclusive content, including our companion after-show podcast featuring additional reviews, salacious deep dives, full video recordings, merch discounts, and a whole heck of a lot more. So if you want to join them, go visit our Patreon page. You can find that on our website or at patreon.com slash review that review. Chelsea, how are you? Cheerio, Trey. I'm good. I just wanted to be super comfy today. So I figured I'd show- I'm showing up to work in a caftan, guys. Is that oh, okay? That's fine. Of course. I just wanted to be comfy. I was feeling like I needed to be extra comfortable today. And you look very comfy, might I say. Are you wearing a Kvetch sweatshirt? I am. I'm wearing merch. Oh my God, you guys. I have to say, beyond the fact that this sweatshirt is our merch and I love it, I'm obsessed with it. I wear it all the time too. It is so comfortable. How comfortable are our Kvetch sweatshirts? It really is crazy comfortable. I don't have anything that's as soft as this. It, and even David was like, what is this? I was like, it's merch. It's He's merch. like, it's so soft. I know. My old roommate, Gotti, if you're listening. Hi, Gotti. He's super like high end when it comes to his stuff. He's one of those people that like doesn't have a huge closet, but the few items that he does have are like very high quality. He's like a little bit of a minimalist. And he bought one of these Kvetch sweatshirts and he said the quality is so high. He's like, this is like a James Pierce quality. And that's coming from a hard judge. I don't know the brand, but it really is very soft. It's unlike any other thing I have. But yes, I also, in addition to you, felt the need to just luxuriate. Uh, I had a friend in town who stayed with us. We had a whole blast about town going into (laughs) Manhattan. We did an impromptu college reunion with people that are around. And I had a great time. This friend of mine, we went to college together. We also went to middle school and high school. I had a great time with my friend, Frances, who listens to the pod. Oh, hi, Frances. She was like, I feel like I'm friends with Chelsea. And I was like, you are. You are. Hi, Frances. I'm so glad we're friends. How was your week? My week was good. Busy, busy, you know, back in the season of of work and, Mm -hmm. you know, nose to the grindstone and all that. That's right. But... I mean, I have been having something I've wanted to talk to you about, and I've like saved it for this moment because it's like super complainy. So if it's okay with you. Yes, let's go ahead and. Lodge a complaint. 
So I used to go to the movies all the time pre-COVID, but I have not been going because I'm like trying to be extra cautious, whatever. But Mm -hmm. I decided the other day, like, I want to go to a movie and I really wanted to see Top Gun, which I hadn't seen yet, but like it was out. It's been out like forever. So I found a theater that was playing Top Gun. It was great. My friends and I were excited. Girls night out. Everything was seeming good. About five minutes in, Uh an entire row of people walk in. You know, the movie's just starting. You're picking up like, where are we? What's the plot? You know, Tom Cruise is on screen. And the person has like their flashlight on and they're trying to find the seat and then they're talking and they're like grabbing in the bag for the food and then they're like whispering, but like really loud whispering. And that like at another point, like in the middle of the movie, one of them left and went and got food and then no. came back and she was like, I used your mom's phone number and I got 10% off. Like literally in the middle of the movie. No. Like, hello, who raised these people? They were probably in their 20s. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to think like, what, did I behave like that? Like, I don't think I was ever that disrespectful mm. of the sanctity of the movie theater. Like, mm. we're here. We're trying to enjoy this moment. We're trying to all focus on the same thing. All we do all day long is like, we're on the phone. We're so distracted. We're talking or whatever. Like, this is the time when we get to just turn it all off and pay attention to this art that I dedicate mm-hmm. my life to, that you dedicate your life to. And these people are back there, like, why are you here? You could literally be anywhere. You could be anywhere but here. But you're here. And you're ruining this experience. And at one point, I mean, I really had to hold together because I like, you know, I'm trying not to be the school marm, Trey. I'm trying Mm -hmm. not to be the old lady. I'm really, I'm trying, but I had to shush at Mm. one point. I had to shush, okay? (laughs) It got out of control. And I I gave a shh. You know, just like a little, little. Did they thing. respond? They got quiet, and then it was one of those recliner chairs, and so like I pressed my recliner chair, and it made like a fart sound when I pressed like when I did it, and so then they were like, "Shit," you know. <laughs> but like, what the heck? Like, why? Why? Why do people do this? Like, it's really graining to me. Is it graining to you, Trey? Okay, well, I just have to show you that written on my complaint. No, stop it. You're lying to me. Literally, my complaint today is opening candy at a Broadway musical. My God. Because David and I had the amazing opportunity to see a very good friend of ours play the role of Evan Hansen in the musical Dear Evan Hansen on The Great White Way. We were in the third row with vocalist of our theme song, Natalie Weiss. And Hi, Natalie. I mean, I could talk about that performance as a Royal Highness. I don't know if the listeners have seen Dear Evan Hansen. There was a film. It is an outrageous performance that requires so much uh, emotional access on top of outrageous pop high belt male singing. Yes. It, the, the task is so absurd. I remember when we saw... Ben Platinet afterwards, we were like, how will they ever cast anyone else to do this? Like, I, I don't understand how anyone else can do this. I saw Ben in it and I was like, 
that was the best thing I've ever seen on stage. Like the acting, the like snot. So it, the whole without thing. spoilers, there is the whole show <laughs> is about some deception. And so there is this incredible 11 o'clock number where Evan Hansen is revealing the deception. And yeah. this is a number where the character is literally snot crying. Yes. And belting simultaneously. And we literally, I I can't even make this up. We're in the third row. Okay. And there are these two tourists in front of us. And they literally, in the vamp silence, when the character is like revealing the whole point of the show. Oh, no. You hear this. (laughs) And I was like, no, Natalie smacked my thigh so fucking hard. I'm like, yes, bitch, I am hearing it too. I am in the room. He starts belting really high and crying, and then we hear this. It was like a three-parter. They had oh to like God. wiggle the paper candy out of the purse. Then they had to open the paper candy. Then they had to put the candy in their teeth and make crazy clicking sounds. At the point in the show where Ben Platt won a Tony. It was, I could not believe it, Chelsea. Oh it's like, God. also, that is a so moment upsetting. where you are waiting the entire show, especially if you have have seen it. You yeah. know that this outrageous moment is about to happen. It's like the defining moment. It's as if seeing Wicked and you're getting to define gravity. Define gravity, yeah. And there's a blackout, right? right? Or it's like, you're going to see Dreamgirls and you're about to hear, and I am telling you, and um, Effie loses Lights her out. voice. Like yeah. it's just like we have r- arrived at the moment that will live in well, musical at the, theater like, history. Penultimate moment, yes. the moment, the climax, and we're seeing our friend in the role on Broadway. So, Candy, I I can't. I don't understand. Also, like I like similar to your people. It's like I don't understand the um need to do it especially like at such a pivotal moment like you're in the show like this is a t- three hour musical we're at two and a half right. hours i don't we're know in those numbers up like you're in the plot of the story now you need a candy also the minute you hear how loud the candy is how do you not well, just that's, stop but that's like what i'm wondering because it's like we had we talked about that we had the complaint one time about like being with the loud friends and like how it's like oh uh, like mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable because you're like oh you're loud you're loud and sometimes i feel like people can be loud without realizing it but with the sounds that were coming at the movies and it sounds like also in your experience with like in the, all the like grabbing of the candy and undoing the wrapper and grabbing the, like just, it was a symphony. Okay. Of like sounds. Yes. How, how are you not hearing that? And, and like having some sort of like, Ooh, like I can hear it. Like if I can hear it, right. Everybody else can hear it too. Yeah. I will. I will never be confident enough in my life to not be aware of the impact I'm having on people around me. Famous drag queen Bianca Del Rio has like a a bit anytime she performs that when people are like talking, she'll look and say, this isn't TV, bitch. I can hear you. (laughs) It's like being loud in a movie theater is so offensive. Being loud in a theater is just like so un. It's just the absurd. It's absurd. So that's my complaint. Oh my god, that is really weird that we both had the same complaint. 
so weird. Bizarre. But there are even, I've been to the theater before where the pre-show announcement is like, please take a moment to turn your cell phones off and unwrap any noisy candy. Yeah. People, like, they've even introduced that. They added that, that. To, the, to the vernacular. Yeah. It's in there. So it's like even more of a double offense. Anyway, that's my complaint. Oh. I'm glad that we both simultaneously agree. I mean, obviously, I hear you. Who are these people? Are, is it just because all of us have been inside that now we're like, we go outside of the home. We don't realize how we're supposed to act. David thought that I it was just, maybe ugh. a cough drop, but I don't remember the person coughing in that moment. So I'm like, regardless. That's such a David reply. Wait no. until there's applause or wait until there's a swell of music. Don't do it in the literal silence where the person is crying. David is so sweet to be like, maybe they had a terrible cough. I mean, it was just needed. really absurd though. It was like, even with his positivity, it was like, are you kidding me? But I think the problem is both in this case and my case, and it seems absurd because this person would have been sitting, what, second row center? Yes. So, first of all, like you're so close to the stage, which is like so egregious and terrible. Well, also, also we were not center. We were literally like on the side, but we were the seats like towards the center. So, we were on the aisle right there. He was literally in front of him. That was, song happens on to the yes. like stage right. Yeah, he was like five feet away from us. Yeah. I mean, it was like that's it was unnervingly close. I, I was like, so you're he like has that close. So, you'd think at that point, like you're in a conversation you, with the performer yes well you are but also you think at that point you'd want to be there like, for yeah, me, right. like with these like with these kids i'm like maybe they don't really want to be here maybe they like top gun has been out for like a century maybe they've seen it already like you know yeah i think it just comes down to people don't realize how loud they are or they don't realize they just don't have an awareness that's what i think the kids yeah. problem is and that's what these tourists i think they just were like <laughs> they weren't southern by the way quick story and emily crowder will remember this there was this lovely elderly couple that used to go to all the shows at strasburg where emily crowder and i studied while we were at nyu and they would sleep they would fall asleep in the first row and like snore like loudly oh my god like during the show but it was okay it was like a rite of passage you're like oh they're here okay so i i will just act over the snoring i will project <sighs> snoring <laughs> yeah we were told before like don't take offense to this this is like nothing to do with your acting like these people are they come to all the shows but they just they they always fall asleep <laughs> i bet they were like donors too so they couldn't say anything exactly mm -hmm. yeah exactly i have to talk to emily about that anyway Oy. back on to the subject of why we do this show and the complaining and the kvetching Oy. should we dive in let's do it let's jump into some online reviews diva <laughs> Review that review. As you know, we are your trusty review queens. We bring in reviews from the internet that we feel need to be inspected. We read you a review, we break it down, and then we rate the impact of that review on a scale from zero to five crowns. This is a scientific scale that we call... <laughs> Assess that kvetch. There's a lot of science involved. Mm -hmm, a lot. So, <laughs> with all that science in mind... What is it that we are going to inspect today, Trey? Well, I don't know if you recognize, but today is our 69th episode. <laughs> yeah. And what do you think of when you think of the number 69? Personally, I think of like cancer because that's my sign. Uh, and it's like a 69. But I also, the sexual oh, like, act. Wait, cancer is a 69? 
Yeah, it's one of them. Wait, because Pisces is like two fish that look like a 69. Pisces is two fish? Yeah. Cancer is a 69 as well. I think it's because like we're, yeah, Cancer, 69. And aren't Geminis duplicitous? Yeah, they're like two sides. But I think it's because like we can't, we're like givers. We can't like receive without giving back. That's how I like to think of it anyway. Okay, so whenever you hear the number 69, you think of your astrology sign. Well, I... Like, I think of that and then obviously the sexual act. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, because for some reason when I hear 69, I think of sex too. So yeah. today I have brought in <laughs> How could I not? a two-star Yelp review for the Museum of Sex. Woo! Want to know something very weird? I actually was like looking this up for reviews this week. So really? Weirdly in sync. Yes, wow. I love it. Is it a two-star or a two-dot? This is a two-star. It's on Yelp. And this is written by KTF. But it's KTF. Like KFC, but KTF. Yes. Just like KFC. (laughs) (laughs) Just like KFC. Okay, so here we go. This is... Oh, well, I, I think maybe the title goes to show, but if anyone is unaware, there is a museum in the Flatiron District of Manhattan called the Museum of Sex. So this is KT's review okay mo sex is the kind of place that you are let down by but can't really complain about because they have giant inflatable boobs yes that kind of place wait what wait could you start over start yeah thank you okay just start okay mo sex is the kind of place that you are let down by but can't really complain about because they have giant inflatable boobs. Yes, that kind of place. First exhibit, gift shop. Most interesting thing here is the herbal aphrodisiacs. Other than that, the usual array of novelty sex gags, cum rags, high gloss porn magazines, and a few actual sex toys. Three out of 10. Second exhibit, Linda Lovelace. Basically a biography of her sad life and a giant screen projecting her famous deep throat on loop. Lots of shock value, but no substance. Two out of ten. Third exhibit. This was the Funland. Basically their interactive exhibit featuring all your favorite fun time gags with an erotic twist. Bouncy house made of boobs. (laughs) Wooden Race Penises, G-Spot Funhouse, Phallic Rock Climbing Wall. Best part was the bouncy house. Novel, but only about 10 minutes worth. It left a lot to be desired. Four out of 10. Fourth exhibit, Animal Sexuality. Now this was the most informative and educational part, and I appreciated it the most. There were beautiful 3D models of the animals and even a few informative videos. Nine out of ten. Fifth exhibit, sexual quote-unquote oddities. Very few were actual oddities. Some sex dolls, some dildos attached to a thing, some vintage porn comics, and a dress made of condoms. (laughs) Felt like it was curated by a high schooler. Three out of (laughs) ten. The admission charge was pretty high for the sort of stuff we saw. If I had to describe Mo Sex in one word, 
It would be gimmicky. Don't come here if you are serious about sex ed or want to see anything you couldn't see on your own. Was very disappointed that they had nothing on fetishism or anything like that. All caps. Here's how to get the most sex experience for free. One, Google how animals have sex. Two, Google Linda Lovelace biography. Three, Google condom dress. Four, visit your local sex toy shop. Wow. Okay. All right, KTF. (laughs) So this is two stars, right? Two, yeah. All right. I didn't, I don't think I caught on to the two out of 10 rule until like the second or third one. So I know we did a two out of 10, a four out of 10, a nine out of 10, and a three out of 10. And the gift shop, they gave a three out of 10. Okay. Am I missing any other ones? I think that's it. I don't think that that averages to two stars. I don't know. Maybe we're talking about 10. So I guess we have to divide by two. I don't know. I don't want to do math, but I don't know. I thought this was interesting. I wanted to say that the idea of breaking it up into categories and doing the like two out of 10 was a sort of queenly move. Yes. I like that KTF took us through like the various rooms, gave a lot of information about what we can expect in those rooms, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, gave their opinion out of 10 in accordance with, with each category. I think that that's good because, I mean... I guess animal sexuality, you know, was KTF's thing. So for them, they did have a nine out of 10 experience in at least one of the exhibits. That's where I'm I'm wondering if this should be a two star. But then it really seems like KTF has a lot of problems with, I had to have you read that twice, Trey, in the beginning because I, Mo Sex, is that what you're saying? Yeah, so it's capital M-O. Capital S-E-X. Got it. Which I've never heard this called Mosex. Yeah. I I, first I thought I was like very confused because I thought you said Mosex is the kind of like as if like they're Carrie Bradshaw all of a sudden and they're like Mosex is about this. Like and I was like, (laughs) wait, what am I talking about? I couldn't help but wonder. I couldn't help but wonder, is Mosex the proper abbreviation? Exactly. So that sort of distracted me, I guess, at the top. Maybe if I was reading it, it would have been different. Did you, like, did it stop you when you first got to it? Yeah, because I don't know that I've ever seen it called Mosex. Also, there's no O in the word museum. Wouldn't it be Moosex? Well, I guess it's mu- they're, they're using the O as like museum of sex. Oh, right. Right. Because you wouldn't capitalize the O. Right. But then so. wouldn't it be Moss, M-O-S? I don't know. Also, why are you brief- why are you shortening museum? Shouldn't you be shortening sex? I don't know. Most sex is very <laughs> confusing, especially when you're reading it out okay. on the podcast because it sounds like you're saying more sex. That yeah, more sex or most. I wrote down most sex at first. Like yeah. I don't know, but anyway, that was definitely confusing. I don't know. I think it's super interesting that KTF is such a hater. They described a lot of things that I don't think you'd have in your normal life, like a bouncy house with boobs. Correct. I think a lot of these museums, and I think Museum of Sex is sort of like an earlier on, they 
they're sort of like Instagram museums at a certain point. It feels like that. And yeah. someone's going to want to take a picture of themselves jumping on that boob bouncy castle. Which they don't include that in the list at the end because you can't right. get the experience Googling Exactly. It. And then also I just thought, is that a good point? Because it's like, yeah, well, you don't have to go to the you know, the Met either. You could Google, you know what I mean? Like you could really say that about right. anything. Like Google it, like read about the artist, read about the David instead of seeing the David. And I don't know. I think that the idea is a museum is a collection of items. So like, yeah, you could Google this and Google that and go to the sex shop and do, but the idea behind this museum is that it's a, everything is here. And maybe I just would have respected the review. I think more if KTF had spent more time talking about they don't address kink, they're not doing that. Like they're not giving me X, Y, Z that I really wanted. If more of the focus had been there, I think I could have been with them, but because, you know, they're sort of just knocking. It almost feels like the entire idea of a museum. And like, I I just, I never think you're going to get the same experience from Googling as you are from being there. Yeah, it is interesting that they left the experience feeling like it was such a waste of time that they could have just Googled it. There's also like, this was a very common theme in the reviews as I was purveying for today. Many people really were disappointed in the actual education from the museum and were caught off guard that it's very like kitschy and touristy and kind of like jokey. Yeah. And so I was really sort of like, doing an evaluation on myself of like, what would I actually be expecting going to the Museum of Sex? All of the branding is very bright, very colorful. Like I'm trying to weigh like separating the disappointment of having gone, but actually what is my expectation going in? Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think that if a lot of other reviewers are saying that and KTF said that, it does seem like they're missing something that the people want like i think a lot of people are going to come because it's like a bachelorette you know what i mean or like they're going to be a lot of a lot of people that are just going to go because it's called the museum of sex or whatever like there's going to be all kinds of people that are more casual but that being said if you are going to call yourself museum of sex then i think you should at very least have like kink rooms that's like you don't have to go into that kink room but you can or even if it was like an upsell which i'm sure people would complain about but like you can see the blah 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 exhibit if you're into that and then if you're like more vanilla or more like whatever you can just go through the regular general area because it seems like that's the main reason that KTF has an issue with this. It's like, I'm a master of sex. That's why I came here. I didn't learn anything new. I saw a bunch of like, what what does she say? Right. It's the place that you're let down by, but you can't really complain because they have giant inflatable boobs. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know exactly what we're getting at, but I, yeah, go ahead. Well, to all this point, do you think that the information that KT is putting in this review is valuable? I think it is, but like maybe I I wonder if the intention was there, right? Because like I think that the they gave the whole bouncy house rock climbing Mm -hmm. wall. They gave that four out of ten, but like I thought that was really cool. Like 
I wouldn't have thought that the Museum of Sex would have had that, honestly. I would have thought it would be like more boring, like walls right. and penises or something like that. I don't know. So like I That's thought it would be like sort of this, you know, walk through a museum and look at this like erotica from BC. I don't know. But like it just I thought a little it would, more buttoned up. A little more yeah, a little more like we're not really giving you anything other than like the imagery on the wall or the branding or whatever it is. Like but the fact that they have this room makes me feel much more like it's an experience. And I didn't and know that that was a thing until we read KTF's review. So I do think there's like information to be gained here. Yes. And they do call that area Funland. Yeah. Which is part of their publicity too. It's sort okay. of like Funland at the Museum of Got Sex. It. Okay. Okay. Which is really full of all of the sort of Instagram y sort of right. social media stuff. And they are like photo ops as well. But you, you just made me think of something interesting. The whole thing is like, this isn't worth it. The only good part is Funland. But they're giving that four out of 10. Right. Which is interesting. Yeah. But beyond them giving it up four out of 10, then, yeah, I don't know. Then they're giving animal sexuality nine out of 10. Why? Because there was like the most information. It seems that that's what they're getting at. There was a more, the most amount of substantive information to learn was in the animal sexuality exhibit. Right, right, right. Which I have also garnered as no longer there. They do like change some of the exhibits out. I believe the Linda Lovelace exhibit is no longer there. It's something new. Yeah. I just thought it was like funny to be like, Google the dress made of condoms. It's like, again, like, yeah, you could Google it or you could see it. I kind of want to see it. Like, how did you make a dress full? I don't know. And I also like their fourth point of how to get the experience for free is go visit your local sex toy shop. It feels to me like there's something a little less dark or skeevy or gross about a sex shop because you're going to like the museum like yeah i do think that it doesn't i do feel feel like like it's not the review is not addressing all audiences because i think like Mm. there's gonna be all kinds of people that are here like some people like i said bachelorette or they're like more conservative and they're just going i don't know i think we can't we can't conflate the two things i don't think like a sex shop and a sex museum shouldn't be the same thing correct in my mind and then as far as spelling and grammar it's pretty great i mean there aren't issues other than mo sex i did think that there was like a literary convention where if you use an abbreviation you have to first say the full word to like set up the reader that this is what you're doing but if you're at the museum of sex one can gather what mo sex is but right it was I, I caught on, yeah i caught on eventually but i was like huh. right it's literally the first word and i don't know that i've ever seen that before so i i mean i do think that kt is being truthful i think this is the, truly their, their experience, experience. Yeah. for sure is this going to be common i mean i can sort of say from looking at a lot of reviews and maybe you as well this week ironically but like it does seem like a common experience for people to be a little let down by the value at the cost you think that's a common experience i mean i wasn't really getting into the nitty-gritty of the reviews i just literally like had it on a list um and google and put it into TripAdvisor, which honestly TripAdvisor is kind of a different audience so it's sort of interesting because we were looking in two different sources I don't know that everybody on TripAdvisor felt that way, but I think a lot of people are disappointed with this kind of thing. And they say that the bottom line is that it's gimmicky. 
Well, it is. I mean, I it's, believe that. you're going to the Museum of Sex. It's going to be gimmicky, yeah, I, think, I imagine. You know what? That is it. It's like, I, I believe them that it is gimmicky. I'm sure it is. But if I think Museum of Sex, do I think gimmicky? Yes, I do. <laughs> right. So then does it bother me? You know, I don't know. Well, this just occurred to me in this conversation. Like, even it being called Museum of Sex, not museum of human sexuality like right. it it's not a clinical sounding term it's sure. sort of a colloquial term i mean yeah. sex is the word but like it already and the whole branding it feels instagrammable so right. but does that mean you can't have a lot Subs- of substance knowledge and I there do think that yeah, that's yeah. like a good cautionary warning for people going mm-hmm. to the museum is like if you you know are somebody that's really looking to get new information and and you know really get some sort of educational component out of your trip to this museum then you're probably not going to get it right i mean the humor not really a lot of humor necessarily yeah i was entertained because they're literally walking me through each exhibit so i found that to be pretty valuable agree and then i don't know i feel like the impact here is like this is a two-star and i feel like I mean, they're literally telling us how to get the experience without going. So yeah, I didn't like that. I thought that was a little shady. A little shady at the end. Like yeah. At first, I I was like, oh, are they gonna like tell us to go to like Groupon or something like like I you know I thought maybe they were gonna give like a tip for how to get, and then they're like Google it. Like I don't know, it was shady. Yeah, it's a little condescending to be like just Google it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I don't know. All right. I think I could crown KT. How do you feel? I think I can definitely crown KTF. All right, let's do it. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. In an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. One in three women will be assaulted in their lifetime, and Birdie is actively creating a world where women's safety is a given. Birdie has upped the concept behind Keychain Mace, which involves proximity with your danger source, and has created Keychain Alarm Sirens. When activated, Birdie both strobes with light and admits a 130 decibel siren comparable to a jet engine flying 100 feet above you. Birdie is compact, super cute with bold colors, and with every alarm purchased, Birdie gives a percentage of profits to partner organizations that passionately support women's safety, shelter, and health. Birdie is sold exclusively at cheesebirdie.com. And when you use our coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at checkout, you will save 20% off the purchase price. The coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at cheesebirdie.com. Total school. Okay, I'm holding up three crowns. Trey is holding up four crowns. I went with three crowns because I don't know that KTF really represents the entire mass of people that are going to be going to the mm. Museum of Sex or Mosex. <laughs> I did take a point off for the Mosex thing being a little bit confusing. And also, I just thought 
they were a little shady there in the end. So that's where my crowns were coming off. But I did like the fact that they did this two out of 10, five out of 10 rubric. I thought that was sort of queenly and well organized. And I did gather a lot of information from the review. So for me, that's where the three crowns are coming from. But you went with four crowns. Why did you do that for KTF? So I just Googled Mo Sex and literally yeah. the first thing that comes up is the Museum of Sex. So, so it's maybe us, Okay, it's us. Yeah. It says like the Museum of Sex. But there are gonna be people like us that are looking. Correct. But it says even if they like wrote Museum of Sex parentheses Mo Sex and then like then we would have known. Right. It says it's also known as Mo Sex, but here we are two of us and we've never heard of it. But I said four crowns because ultimately I do think that there is a lot of information in this review. And I thought it was like funny, the concept of like, you can't really complain because of the inflatable boobs. So I'll give it two stars. <laughs> right. But I think like my opinion of what the Museum of Sex is has probably been impacted by KTF here. That yeah. it is sort of like, these are the things that are on each exhibit, which is great. And ultimately, like, you know, it's for the experience. It's not for like actual knowledge because you could just google it which is kind of the culture we live in i mean we do have these little computers in our hands you know so i don't know yeah if you can't spare an afternoon to not look at your phone exactly you know then maybe you don't belong in a museum but i did think these reviews would be much more ripe with like immature humor or just any sort of like comedy and a lot of them really felt very straightforward to me which I don't know what that means or says, but it was interesting. So yeah, that's why I said four. I think it was a good review, all in all. Yeah, I really do. I think it was solid, and even where I disagreed, I I think KTF did a good job. Good job, KT. Good job, KTF. Well, all right. right. So that was um our celebration of our 69th episode. So Chelsea, what a way to celebrate! I agree. (laughs) We have reached our most regal portion. So who are you going to induct today for my royal highness? This feels like a little strange. I didn't realize this was the 69th episode like in my head. So like, let's not let's try not to color um, my induction with that. But I did feel like I had to. I, I It's been on my list forever. I've been wanting to do this and I just haven't done it yet. And I have to induct David Perlman. Oh, as our royal highness this week we did a second photo shoot with david when i was home a few months ago i don't know if you guys have been seeing some of the photos we've been rolling out from that but like they're stunning they're amazing david's incredible i just was doing a little sleuthing before i was hopping on david on google has 21 reviews from google and they are all five star Every single one of these reviews is five stars. And it's because David is such an amazing, incredible photographer that I feel so lucky that we got to work with him. You know, Trey's married to him. So I guess, you know, I'll say he co-signs and agrees with everything that I'm saying. (laughs) But I know that David is so supportive of the podcast beyond just like being an amazing photographer and listens to the show and the after show and everything. And I just love him so much. And I'm so grateful for him. He's, I don't know, super important. Please like Google him. If you have a wedding coming up, I think you should try to get in with him if you can. His schedule is very packed, but look at his images. Follow him on Instagram at David Perlman Photography. 
follow him, look at his just ugh, stunning images. He's a stunning person and I love and adore him. And I'm so grateful that I got to kind of like be pseudo married, like a pseudo part of the, the, the queendom um, with Trey and David. So David Perlman, it is our extreme honor to induct you as our Royal Highness. Love you. That's so nice. David yeah. Perlman. David we Perlman. actually, um, we have a never before released episode that we did with David Perlman that maybe we now might that have we've to, inducted him officially. Maybe we'll have to pull that out one day. I think we should. But yes, obviously I concur. I married the person for, for I was going to say F's sake. <laughs> for Frig's sake. But yes, please go and check out David Perlman Photography. And look at our photos. They are stunning. We're going to start putting them, you know, rolling them out so you guys can see these unbelievable images that David has taken of us as well. I love that. Yeah. Congrats, David. He's going to be so excited. I'm so excited for you. Well, my queen, that's it. We did it. That is another round on the R-U-A-R-Q Mosex Ferris wheel of David Perlman. 69. (laughs) 69. Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, if if you like, if if you like what you heard. My throat. Oh, I gotta get a cough drop. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. If you didn't like what you heard, open up some candy. (laughs) and tell an enemy if you don't like us okay now if you would like the chance to be featured on our show then please go ahead and leave us a review on apple Podcasts. you can do it on spotify Podchaser. we have made it super easy with a super cute hyperlink lovethepodcast.com slash the review queens it'll take you right to the place where you can leave us a review there's also a one-click link in the show description below it's easy peasy beautiful (coughs) cough drops (laughs) To support the production of our show, visit reviewthatreview.com slash donate. Even a dollar tip is much appreciated or a $69 tip. Also appreciated. Yes. There's no better way to celebrate. Yes. Join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com to stay up to date with all of the 69 goings on in the queendom. <laughs> and hit up our voice mailbox, one eight five zero review 0 You can follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD. And I am at Trey Gerald. On today's After Show podcast, we are reading a five-star review for... Oh, here we go. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Get your button ready, Trey. Easy Life Go Double-Sided Tape Heavy-Duty Multi-Purpose Removable Mounting Tape Adhesive Grip Reusable Strong Sticky Wall Tape Strips Transparent Tape Poster Carpet Tape for Paste Items oh. Household 9.8 Square Feet Oh my god, you weren't even finished! <laughs> it's a lot. Okay, I mean, get ready. So to find out what made Trey say. Sure, but I could be like KT and be like, you could just Google thunder and lightning. And to find out what made Chelsea say. I'm scared. Then go ahead and become a member of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash review that review so that you can hear our weekly members only after show companion podcast, Diva Queens. Oh, oh my God. And please, please, please remember 69. Ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Bye. Bye. Inflatable boobies.
Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Lobo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Do you wish that you had an Instagram post jumping on inflatable boobs? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs>